Good morning, Vietnam! Just kidding. Welcome to the Mercenary Podcast, Episode 3. So, if you listened last week, you know that we covered advanced directives. And this week, we're covering a completely unrelated topic to advanced directives. Today is going to be probably the most titillating and exciting topic that any person in their right mind could possibly imagine. You have any guesses? It's health insurance coverage. Yay! Cheers in the background. All right. So, without further ado, let's jump in to this week's content. And let's answer. What is health insurance? Well, the actual copied and pasted definition that I took from the onlines, uh, it is a contract that requires your health insurer to pay some or all of your healthcare costs in exchange for a premium. Now, what's a premium? The premium is the amount you have to pay for your health insurance every month. In addition to your monthly premium, you usually have to pay other costs for your health care, including a deductible, co-payments, and co-insurance. If you have a marketplace health plan, you may be able to lower your cost with a premium tax credit. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm on private health insurance. It's, it's still expensive. Um, what is a deductible? Deductible is the amount you pay for covered health care services before your insurance plan starts to pay. With a $2,000 deductible, for example, you pay the first $2,000 of covered services yourself. After you pay your deductible, you usually only pay a copayment or coinsurance for covered services. Now, the key word there is usually, because of course, with everything in healthcare, there are exceptions. Your insurance company pays the rest. What is a copayment? A copayment is a fixed amount, for example, $20. You pay for a covered healthcare service and after you've paid your deductible. Let's say your health insurance plan allow, uh, I'm gonna restart that. Let's say your health insurance plan allows cost. God, I am fucking this up royally. Let's say your health insurance plan's allowable cost for a doctor's visit is $100. Your copayment for a doctor visit is $20. If you paid your deductible, you pay $20, usually at the time of visit. If you haven't met your deductible, you pay $100, the full allowable amount for the visit. Copayments, sometimes called copays, can vary for different services within the same plan, like drugs, lab tests, and visits to specialists. Generally, Plans with the lower monthly premiums have higher copayments. Plans with higher monthly premiums usually have lower copayments. All right. That is all the copied and pasted definitions. Uh, let's go into some more details and let's talk about what is health insurance really? It's a contract you enter as an individual or through your employer for coverage of you and your family's health care needs. It's a critical part of American health care because somebody must pay the doctors and team taking care of you. It involves you paying monthly premiums to the insurer even if you aren't using health services that month. Premiums do not count toward your deductible. Which I think is bullshit, but that's just my opinion. Um, what are deductibles? So these are what your insurer expects you to pay before the coverage kicks in. Certain services are covered without you having to meet your deductible. 
generally speaking, these are preventative care screenings, vaccines, stuff of that nature. Visits that go toward your co-pays generally don't go towards your deductible. Which also, again, I still think it's bullshit. But not covered benefits don't count towards your deductible, i.e. if bariatric surgery isn't covered as a benefit on your plan, you pay out of pocket for it. But it does not count towards your deductible. Can't emphasize that enough. Federal rules state that insurance must cover out-of-network emergency care as they would an in-network emergency visit. So, let's say you're having a heart attack or you just got in a car crash and you have to go to a hospital, but the hospital that your doctors are contracted with your insurance through is a certain university hospital that's 60 miles away and the closest hospital to get you stabilized and take care of everything is... 10 miles away, but they're not in your network. Well, guess what? Federal law says they have to cover your emergency care because it's a freaking emergency. What are co-payments? Co-payments kick in after you meet your deductible. The lower your premium, the higher your copay, and vice versa. So what that means is the higher your premium, generally the lower your copay. So, when you're picking a healthcare plan and you're reviewing your policy, it will tell you what your copay cost is after meeting your deductible. Now, let's go in to what is coinsurance. Sounds a lot like copay, but we'll break both of those down here in a minute with some fancy copy and pasted examples. Coinsurance is the percent amount you're required to pay after meeting your deductible for covered services. It is similar to, but not the same, as copays. They kick in at the same time, but they are not the same. They're apples and oranges. They're both round, but they're different colors and they taste different. So now, we're gonna go through and try to differentiate between copays and coinsurance. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm still kind of confused and I researched this for hours. But to help explain copays and coinsurance, here are some simplified examples. Say you have an individual plan, no dependents, with a $3,000 deductible. You have $50 specialist copays and 80-20 coinsurance, and a maximum out-of-pocket limit of $6,000. You go for an annual checkup, which is free because it's a preventative service, and mention that your shoulder has been hurting. The doctor sends you to an orthopedic specialist for a copay of $50 to take a closer look. That specialist recommends an MRI to find out what is going on. The MRI costs $1,500. You pay the entire amount because you've not met your deductible yet. As it turns out, you have a torn rotator cuff and need surgery to fix it. The surgery costs $7,000. You've already paid $1,500 for the MRI, so you need to pay $1,500 of the surgery bills to meet your deductible and have coinsurance kick in. After that, your share is 20%, which is 
which in this example is $1,100 all in. Your torn rotator cuff costs you in total $4,100 from Investopedia. Yes, it is about as clear as mud, but it should be slightly less confusing now. I mean, a little bit. Um, so to say this a different way to break down this nice typed out example I copied and pasted from the interwebs, your deductible is $3,000. That's your deductible. That's what you have to meet before co-pays and co-insurance kicks in. You had an MRI. That MRI cost you $1,500. And you paid it out of pocket. Cool. So we're $1,500 towards meeting our deductible, meaning we have $1,500 left to pay off. And you need a surgery that costs $7,000. So, to meet your deductible, you have 1500 of that going in. After that, when you take 20% of what's left over for meeting the deductible, that 20% of what is left over of that 1700 which, in this case, is going to say uh, $1,500,500. Let's pull the calculator out, and we're going to type in $5,500. Actually, no, hold on. Yeah, no, wait, yeah. 5,500 times 20%. Holy crap. We have $1,100 more we have to pay. So all in, it was 1,100 plus the 1,500 plus the $1,500 MRI which puts your total out of pocket that you spent on that at $4,100. That's how the math breaks down. That should kind of clear up the confusion between copay and coinsurance. Um, if not, roast me in the comments. But we're gonna go ahead and go on to what is maximum out of pocket. This is the amount of money that you need to spend out of pocket before insurance covers 100% of covered health costs. Premiums, uncovered services, out-of-network care, and excessive costs don't count towards this limit. Private plans and healthcare marketplace plans differ in their required amounts. So, for example, your out-of-pocket maximum for a year is going to be $8,000. That means you're going to have to keep paying your copay or your coinsurance until, until the total that you've contributed out of pocket equals $8,000. That does not include your premiums and it does not cover elective care. So if you went and got Botox and took it out of pocket, I guess that's not going to go towards your, your out of pocket maximum. So. I hope that this gave you guys a little bit of clarity, especially the younger generation that's 26 and just coming off the parents' health insurance like I was and not knowing any of this stuff because, you know, my mom and dad kind of had my back on it for a little while. Um, I hope this kind of clears some things up, clears some confusion before you go to the doctor so that way you kind of know what to expect and you're not sitting there at the counter with the receptionist being like, 
Like, what do you mean I owe $70 right now? I don't have $70. I just bought Starbucks. Like, what is this? But uh, you'll be like, okay, I already know I owe $70. Do you guys take cash or credit? Um, but anyway, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you guys learned anything, go ahead and leave a review down in the comments. Uh, leave a rating. Go check out the website. Go check out the links to the social medias. Uh, don't do X and drive. And I did this last week, but I'm actually going to do it again this week. I'm going to leave a fun fact for you guys to ponder while missing my voice for the next week. So today's fun fact is going to come from the Library of Congress blogs. And it's 10 strange medical practices from history. I'm just going to cover one because this is... Truly horrifying. Um, in the late 19th century, milk was believed to be the perfect substitute for blood, and the fatty, oily qualities would become white blood cells. However, while a few instances of this procedure were successful, many resulted in death. That's not shocking. It shouldn't be shocking to anyone. In one instance, the injection of milk dropped the patient's pulse immediately to the point where they had to be resuscitated with a combination of morphine and whiskey. The patient only lived 10 days after the operation. Um, that's, that's your mercenary fun fact for the week. Um, milk transfusions apparently were at one point in time a thing. That's off-putting. Unsettling, to say the least. So... That's going to do it for this week's episode. I'm glad I did not disappoint myself with the uh, duration this week. Like I said earlier, uh, go check out the website, like, subscribe, do your thing. And this is the Mercenary signing off. I will see y'all next week.